Alright guys, how are we doing? This is the third episode of the Get Jacked podcast. Thank you so much for being patient on the release of this episode. This was supposed to come out about a week ago, um, or five days ago. But to be honest, I just got completely caught up with traveling around the UK. Now, for those who don't know, my partner, my fiance, is a competitor in bodybuilding. Uh, she's a bikini athlete. And uh, I've just been traveling traveling around the UK, taking her to her shows. And she's been doing amazing. For those who have not, don't follow me on Instagram. She's won her first two shows and then came fourth at her third one. Two of these shows were two weekends ago and then last weekend as well. So just in the past three days alone, I've been sitting behind this, the, the steering wheel for 20 hours altogether. Uh, and that doesn't include stops, that's driving time. So I was designated to drive her to allow her to relax and get her head in the right place, which just meant I've been driving the whole time and I'm fucking shattered. Uh, but here we are. Uh, we're back now. We're away. We were in Glasgow for 10 days and we're back now. Um, and yeah, keen to get back into things, get back to reality, record the third episode of the podcast, get back to work, speak to my clients, obviously I spoke to them during the week, but just kind of get back one-on-one with them and stuff, and yeah, back to reality a wee bit. Now today's episode is about, you know, my struggles with dieting, you know, I've been doing a diet now for about five months, it was supposed to be 12 weeks, and it's just been extended and extended and extended, I started in around March time, I can't even remember now when I actually started, but it's just getting pushed on and pushed on. The reason for this is, my body fat has just been stubborn. Uh, things not coming down, weight not changing. But, we carry on. Uh, and so what I thought I'd talk about is, just going to let you guys know my struggles with dieting. How I struggle with it. You know, what I've found difficult in this cut particular. Um, and yeah, just how I've, how I've uh, I don't want to say battled, it's not been a battle, but how I've, how, the struggles I've found, because I'm not a robot, people tend to think, oh Jack, you're a robot, you're in the gym 24-7, you find it easy, and it's not true, um, one, I'm not in the gym 24-7, I'm now more so online as a coach, but two, even when I was in the gym 24-7, I wasn't training myself, I was training other people, my diet, uh, my diet was still the same as what you would have, Training the same as what you would have. There wasn't any extra training or extra diet or anything like that, anything different. Um, so it wasn't as if I was in an, an advantage already compared to anyone else. Uh, I think people sometimes get confused with that. They think, oh, you're a PT. It's easy for you. Which, you know, I suppose the benefit, the easy part is the fact that, you know, I teach people how to do this. So I have the knowledge there. But that doesn't mean I don't struggle with accountability. I don't struggle with diet. Um, I don't struggle with mental mental blocks and stuff like that. So I thought what I would do is, is I would talk about um, just my issues and my struggles from a PT perspective when it comes to dieting. Um, so yeah, I suppose what I would do is, is I'll give you a wee kind of like baseline of where I started, where I got to. Um, i give you an update on this week and then we'll go from there. I'll tell you my struggles. So first things first, I started this cut, like I said, around five months ago. It was supposed to be 12 weeks. And it's been pushed on and pushed on. I think it's actually gone almost double the length now. Just under double the length. Around, around about week... Oh, I don't even know now. Maybe week 24... No, 25 or 26. Um, and yeah, weight has just been struggling. During that time, I probably started around... I think it was 98 kilos. And I've brought that all the way down to 88. However, you think, oh, that's amazing, Jack. 10 kilos. However, I think I sat... At 91 kilos, so I managed to bring it down continuously to 91, and I think I sat there for around eight weeks. No weight, weight change. Eight weeks, no weight change, which sounds daft, madness, I know, something's not right, Jack. However, I was making physical changes, I was losing fat, 
I was just like looking different in the mirror, just weight wasn't coming down. But I mean, I don't know about you, but I find if my weight doesn't come down, now I say to my clients all the time, weight is not everything. However, it does still go to my head. I might look different, but the moment you step in those scales, you go, oh, fuck, weight's not come down again. And it disheartens you. And you go, oh, Jack, you're looking leaner. And you go, I know I'm looking leaner, but I wish I was lighter as well. Um, I suppose it's a good thing that weight's not coming down because it suggests muscles going up. However, mentally, that was a block for me. Going eight weeks, no changes, weight-wise, did really get to me. Um, what I did have last week was, now, I was a bit naughty last week. We were in Glasgow for about 10 days, um, and I just hit a wall. I've been managing to push on and push on, but for the last 10 days, I thought, I can't do this. I'm fucking dying. My body was aching, my knees were sore, and I just took a week out. I decided, nope, that's it, I'm upping my food a wee bit, I'm going up to maintenance, and I'm going to try and maintain my weight a wee bit. To be honest, I went a wee bit up past maintenance, but I'm back and starting away now. I got back last night, and we're hitting the deficit again today, so food's back down, cardio has been upped back to what it was. I dropped my cardio, I brought the cardio back up, um, and I'm ready to go three, I'm going for about three or four more weeks back in the deficit before I stop there. Um, but what I struggle with is... I did an Instagram post, but for those who didn't see it, I'll go over what I struggle with. Um, I suppose the first one uh, is, for me, diet isn't a physical battle. It's not a case of I feel tired or sluggish. I can get by. I, take, I use the advantage of caffeine to help keep me going. I don't have too much caffeine. I just use it to my advantage. So, for example, coffee in the morning, then maybe mid-afternoon, and then maybe late afternoon as well. Now when I say coffee, what I tend to do is half it. So I go half decaf, half coffee. So I get the mental satisfaction of a coffee without all the caffeine. And it just helps me run through the day in between my meals. Um, but for me, it's a mental battle. What I mean by that is, um, for those who know, uh, or those of, uh, who know me personally or have seen me in a restaurant, know I can eat my fucking food. I've got the biggest appetite ever. Uh, I just eat and eat and eat. I can't be filled. So what I tend to find is on a diet, when I'm trying to drop body fat and my calories are coming down, I really, really struggle um, to fill that appetite. Now, the start of the, the diet, I was doing, I was eating just loads of veg. So instead of having like tons of rice and stuff, because that was coming down, I was replacing that volume with lettuce, cucumbers, tomatoes. Now, I always had veg, but because my veg intake went up, extortionately the fiber went up with it and with that came excruciating stomach pains like really 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 bad trap gas really really bloated uh, and just agony for like 30 to 40 minutes after a meal until that then passed and it was usually around dinner that happened so I'm going to my bed for a really sore tummy so I thought right that can't do I can't keep doing this I need to cut this shit out so I needed to reduce my veg intake I was also smashing the calorie-free sauces, like the skinny sauce. I've now cut that out. That was another big factor to my stomach. All the junk in there, wrecking my insides, giving me really bloated tummies, all the sweetener and that. So I had to cut that back as well. Um, so yeah, struggle one, mental satisfaction of feeling full all the time without having uh, such a sore tummy. I always joke with people that I love the gym. I love getting in shape. Uh, and to be honest, I laugh that if I wasn't such a vain bastard, I'd probably be a fat one uh, because I love my food. I'm a big, big eater. So that's issue number one. Issue number two is controlling cravings. When you go into a calorie deficit, you get, you, sometimes you get lots and lots of cravings. Now, with my clients, 
we try to avoid that. We don't go quite deep into a calorie deficit that I've been in. The reason for that is you want to lose weight at a nice steady pace. For my cut, however, I've gone balls to the wall deep. I'm a big believer in fitness is to improve your life, not become your life. In this cut, at some stages, it has become my life. Now, I'm okay with this. I love fitness. It's all that's what I live for. I'm a PT. I'm a coach. I live and breathe bodybuilding. I'm okay with that. Well, I say live and breathe, but I'm not a bodybuilder. But I just love I love the lifestyle that comes with that. Um, so sometimes when I'm in my diet phases, I get really really bad bad cravings. And for me, this cut it's been peanut butter. If anyone has watched Friends before, and when Joey talks about peanut butter fingers, when he dips his finger in, every single time I open the peanut butter. The desire I have to plunge my entire hand in there and grab the whole thing is fucking violent. I'm choking for it every time. So controlling that craving has been tough. Um, so the way I've controlled that is, one, having accountability. That is so important, having accountability. Someone there to be like, come on, Jack. One thing that Jen did for me was, my fiance, was she actually started weighing out the peanut butter. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but it did help. She knew the way of the peanut butter, so when she was away at work and I was at home working, I couldn't just scran one spoon here and one spoon there. Because, I mean, she didn't weigh it, but if she did weigh it, she'd be like, how much you had today? There was 100 grams missing here. And I know it sounds daft, but it did really, really help with the accountability. I thought, I'm not going to scran that, because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, obviously in trouble, I'm having a laugh there, but it did add that accountability to help me control that craving. Uh, number two was... I eventually rejiggled my food. I really, really wanted more peanut butter, so I thought, right, if I want to have more, I need to cut calories from somewhere so I can have that in there in its place. And so what I did was I rejiggled my food around, reduced fats, because peanut butter is a fat source, so I reduced fats from elsewhere to increase my peanut butter intake so I was having enough to satisfy that craving without me binging on it. Um, and still continue to get results. So that's what I did, was one, I reduced my calories, sorry, I changed my food so that I was eating the same calories, but I was satisfying my craving for peanut butter without binging. What I find is, if you have a bad craving and you don't feed that craving, when I say feed, I mean just like, have enough to make you feel better, then you end up binging on it and eating so much more than you mean to. And it happened to me a couple of times. I just had, you know, I was craving for it so much that I ended up just grabbing the, the tub and eating hundreds of it and making myself feel sick. I thought, right, I can't keep doing this. This is not a healthy relationship with food. I need to change things. And so that was, that was one of my issues was controlling that craving. Um, obviously one thing I was talked about in the post as well, what I've mentioned already was weight fluctuations. My weight has been stubborn massively. Like I said already, eight weeks. Eight weeks I went without, uh, I think six or eight weeks I went without a weight change, sitting around 91. Ish number two, because I was eating so much veg and I was getting so bloated, the bloat was causing me to weigh more, which then caused more weight fluctuations. So all these things affecting the scales. Now, like I said already, we shouldn't be so up in the scale weight. The scale weight is not results. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It matters how you look. It matters how you feel but it can still get to your head. So sometimes I did need to be reminded that scale weight is not important, but it did still you know, get to my head sometimes. And I'm sure you can relate. If you've done a week of you've been smashing the gym 
and you've been doing such a good job. You know, you've been doing your all your, you've been all your, your diet's been on point, your training's been on point, you've hit your steps every single day, and you step on the scales and weight's not budged. Boom. Huge motivation dip. What the fuck? What's the point in this? I'm sure you've been there before yourself and you've experienced that. Sometimes my head gets in that same place too. And it's important to have someone there to be like, look mate, you're fine. Look at your physique. It's changing. Look at your measurements. It's changing. Look at your relationship with food. For example, peanut butter. It's changing. You're getting, you're not craving that quite as much anymore. You're feeling more energised during the day. You're not thinking about food all the time. You're better sleep, better recovery. You're not bloated so much because you've changed your food. Finding wins in other places other than weight is going to push for better results. Or, so not push, but show you the results you're already getting. Sorry, that's what I mean. Finding these wins elsewhere shows you you're making progress when the weight, when the scales do not. So that's something I had to really, really find was looking for wins elsewhere to prove to myself that I was getting results when I wasn't, which is something I do with my clients all the time. You know, when my clients check in, we don't just talk about weight, we talk about measurements, pictures, sleep, sleep quality, stress, mood, cravings, uh, food, calories, steps, recovery from training, you know, are they enjoying their meal plan? Are they enjoying their training plan? Do they want any changes? Do they want help with anything else? We discuss all of this because all of that is just as important as what's on the scales. So if you just focus on the scales, you're going to get disheartened. Like I said, I was I was disheartened because I was just focusing on the scales. I wasn't looking at the big, big picture. So, oh, I'm out of breath talking here. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I needed. I need somebody to remind me that it's not just about the scale weight. And I'm sure, like I said, You've been there yourself before, you've done a diet, weight hasn't changed, and even though you feel better, you look better, you're like, fuck, why hasn't that changed? I've had so many clients, and it's daft, so many clients, well I say daft, it's coming from a guy who's just had the same experience, who have been like, Jack, I feel better, my energy levels are through the roof, I look fucking class, I feel so strong, my clothes don't fit me anymore, they're too big. And then, after saying all of that, they step on the scales and they have a tantrum. Oh, my weight's not changed. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. You feel better, you have more energy. You've lost so much fat, your clothes don't fit anymore. You love how you look. Your self-esteem is up. Your mental health is up. The energy from that conversation we just had was so positive. And then that one thing has ruined everything. So that's why it's so important to remember that weight is not essential and why I needed to be reminded of that as well because I was getting so caught up in that. And I have a coach myself. So Jenny and my coach were like, Jack, man, shut up. Look at yourself. Look at the difference you've made. And I have made differences. I have totally made difference. Even though my weight wasn't changing, I was looking different. I was getting leaner. But it was holding me back and it was getting in my head. So that was one issue, one major issue I had with with weight loss was that it was just getting to my head the next one is mood fluctuations now if you've ever been here before again something that we talk about with my clients when with check-ins is their mood is we are not going to feel a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time if you always feel happy you will never be happy because you don't know what to compare that to we're going to have ups and downs now 
when you're in a deep calorie deficit, that can sometimes be amplified because you have a bad day and if you're like me, you want to go for food for a bit of comfort. But you can't go for food because it doesn't suit your goals. So it might cause a mid fluctuation. Or you're just tired. You know, for me, I was in quite a low calorie deficit. I've been doing quite a lot of cardio. My body was just fatigued, um, which I know sounds daft, but it's just the graft you have to put in to get to the position I want to take my body into. So it may not sound healthy, air quotes, um, but it's the graft you have to do to get into that position. So low calories, high output, you know, lots of steps, cardio, training, it does cause mood fluctuations. You feel low. When you feel low, it's hard to have the motivation to keep going. So that's one thing I've struggled with is mood fluctuations. And I'm sure again, you've been there before. It might not, it might not be related to the fact you're in a low calorie deficit. Hopefully, if you've got a good, if you have a coach and they're a good coach, they'll be feeding you enough food that your mood isn't affected too much by your nutrition or your training. But, I mean, if it is, you know, I would suggest eating a little bit more food. But it would well be affected by other factors. Work, work stresses, relationships, kids, pets, family, pals, significant other. You know, all these things can affect your mood. Good and bad. Positively, positively and negatively. When mood dips, guarantee motivation goes with it. And I can almost guarantee you've experienced that as you, yourself. You're in a diet and the boss comes into work and he slaps a big pile of work there on your desk and goes, I want it done by tomorrow. And you think, fucking hell, I hate him or, or her. And your mood just plummets. You know, I'm not doing this anymore. Sack the diet. I'm having a glass of, a glass of wine tonight and a pizza. Um, and you just fall off, you just fall off the horse. Because that, that mood dip just causes you to go, nah, sack this, pack it in. And it's so common. So again, I suppose I'll go through the, the, the next few things I talked about and then how I overcame them was through the support network, which I've touched on touched on briefly with Jenny and my coach, but mood fluctuations one. Number two, dip. Oh, sorry, number, where is it? We're now, we're in now. Next one is dip in gym performance. Um, as you're in a calorie deficit, your energy levels and your ability to get stronger are going to go down. Eventually, you're going to find your strength might plummet a wee bit. Now, you, you will gain gain some strength in some movements, but it's a lot harder. And you will find eventually your strength might go down. I found, or I find, I should say, that my legs tend to be able to stay strong, but my upper half does lose strength. My pressing movements, pushing, my pulling movements all lose strength when I'm in a calorie deficit, when I'm weak in. So the last few months, I've noticed my strength going down and that disheartens me. I want my strength going up. I like getting stronger. I like being strong in the gym. I like feeling like a weapon. So when my strength goes down, that affects things for me. And that dip in gym performance tends to cause a bit of a mood fluctuation. That mood fluctuation tends to cause a bit of a um, motivation dip. That motivation dip tends to make me think, fuck this, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to give up. So... That is one thing you have to battle and overcome is dip in gym performances, which is what I which I've struggled with. Next one, the mental battle of feeling small and skinny. That's a big one for me. When I started before I started lifting, I was a stick. When I say that, I mean if I turned to the side, you wouldn't see me anymore. Proper skinny, 
proper, proper skinny. So sometimes when I go into a deficit, you can kind of get in your head a wee bit. And as you're losing fat, you're like, am I losing muscle as well? Like, am I getting skinny? And you, you kind of just wind yourself up a little bit. And that sometimes I catch myself in that headspace. I try not to, but sometimes I get myself there. Um, it's just a common, common thing, especially with guys, especially with guys in the gym, is stuff like uh, body dysmorphia, where you just don't see how other people perceive you. You just look at yourself differently. You look in the mirror and let's say you were skinny before you started, you still see that skinny guy, or you were fat before you started, you still see that fat person, and what you don't see is the progress that you've made. So sometimes I do get into a mental fight with myself about feeling small and feeling skinny, and I don't see the differences that I've made from when I first started training. I get caught up in where I want to be, and I don't focus on how far I've come. And it's so common, again, if you've gone through any kind of fitness transformation, it's very common as well for those who have done weight loss transformations, they have a great change and they feel great, they feel motivated and then the next week, oh Jack, I'm fat again. I've had one week of off plan, I've, eat, I've eaten shite and I've put all the weight back on. It's like, no you've not. You've not, you've, you've not put on any fat whatsoever. You've just got lots of water retention, you're bloated, you know, you're, you're feeling a little bit softer it's all in your head. And again, you've maybe been there before yourself where you just feel like you've undone all your hard work. You're not enjoying quite as much as what you wear when you look in the mirror. Um, so yeah, mental battle with feeling small and skinny. Something that I battle with every now and then. And then last one I battled with is the past about five months, I have been traveling a lot uh, just down south for courses and, for courses and stuff. And with traveling means I've not had as good as good as much access to air quotes good food. And by good food I mean like healthy food. It's hard to eat healthy on the road. Um, if you travel a lot, I'm sure you've experienced that yourself. So that is something I've battled is how do I stay on plan? And by on plan I mean within my calories, without eating shite, hitting my protein targets, still getting my steps in, getting the training in, going, going to the gym getting the cardio done, how do I keep that on? How do I keep that going without spending one, an absolute fortune on food, and two, an absolute fortune on gym day passes, which I'm sure you've experienced yourself. You go down south, I might go to the gym, and you walk in and it's a 10 hour go, and like 10 pound ago, I'm here for a week. I can't pay for that five times. That's, that's a, a very expensive monthly membership for a week. So hopefully you can relate to that as well. Um, so the ways I've overcome this, this we'll talk about now, is how I've overcome it is one, the people I surround myself with. You need to have a strong, strong circle of support. And that is for everything, not even weight loss. You know, you know relationships, business, you know, work and fitness, life, you know, social life and your fitness life. You need to have a strong circle of positivity. Now, how I had this is one, I've got my friends who are into the gym who I can speak to, but most importantly, the people who have really supported me have been Jenny, my partner, and my coach. His name's VW, Vaughn. I check in with Vaughn once a week and I can text him uh, throughout, the, throughout the week as well. And then obviously Jenny, I, I live with her, so I speak to her every single day. On the days where my mood is down, she can pick me up, 
on the days where I'm just not feeling good, feeling small, feeling low, um, my weight's dropped, or my weight's not dropped, it's maintained, you know, just going over the same issues here. The peanut butter, you know, maintain, not, you know, not having a whole tub of peanut butter, the two of them have massively helped me stay consistent, have reminded me of how far I've come, have made it aware the changes I've made when I'm getting caught up in my weight, uh, my weight not changing, have picked me up when I'm feeling down, have caught me when I'm feeling low. They have created the right systems that I needed and I need that when I drop and I fall off the horse, they pick me up. And then number two, the second thing they do for me is they know when to be hard on me and they know when to be soft. Jenny especially, obviously being my fiance, we've, we've, we've known each other for a long time. Um, she knows when to say, Jack, look, it's okay. You, make, you slipped up. We can make up for it. It's fine. Get back on the horse. Or... If maybe I'm going to oh, have a bit of extra peanut butter, and it's like one spoon, and I take a big fucking whopping spoon of it. She's like, you're ripping the ass of it, Jack, put it back. And she knows when to say, no, enough, or you're fine, you've not damaged progress, you're looking better, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, now, when I say looking better, I don't, I don't mean she was, she's, I don't mean that in a, um, what's the word, like, Looking better as a like a, as in a you're looking leaner. When I say better, that's a term of you're looking closer to your goals. Um, not a case of I prefer how you look compared to how you did look. Um, obviously that's not the kind of relationship that we have. Um, but yeah, having that strong support to just pick you up when you're feeling low, and that is exactly what I do with my clients as well. We make sure we have the right systems there and the right stuff in place so that when we do drop, when we fall off the horse, when motivation dips. When we feel low, when um, stress increases from work, from the kids, when we're travelling and we don't know if we can carry on with our goals, we don't know if we can get the food in, we don't know if we can get the cardio in, we don't know if um, we can stay consistent, we're worried that we might you know, have a wee bit of a binge, you know, is it okay to have a binge, how do I do it, how do I enjoy the week away with, with maintaining my goals? That's a really, really big thing I get from a lot of people. Jack, I'm off to Glasgow for three days for a course with uh, work. I want to still get goals, but we're, we're having a work meal out on Saturday. Can I have that meal out and still get my goals? You know, how do we do this? That is what we need for my clients, that support there. That education, the systems in place that hold them tight and pretty much hug them through the process. So when they do feel weary, when they do feel lost, they're brought back to that path. The shepherd bringing back the lost sheep, so to speak. Um, and yeah, so that is the struggles that I've had uh, when it comes to dieting overall. Uh, if you've got any questions on that, guys, if you said, look, Jack, that is me, you have just described me and I don't know how to overcome it, send me a message. Get me on Instagram, just Jack underscore Renfrew underscore. Send me a message or the Get Jack page and we'll talk over it and we'll help you get through this kind of like hurdle that you're struggling to get by. We need to talk over that and help you get by that. Um, so like I said, I had a week off the diet. Again, I went rogue for a wee bit for a week there whilst Jenny was competing. Again, it was, we were travelling. I'd been on a diet for a long time. My body was just falling apart a wee bit. I'd mentally really, really needed a break from it as well. So it's okay to have these things. It is okay to do it. Um, so I took a week off, 
today is day one back on it. I'm not going to lie, I feel good. I feel energized. I do feel a little bit bloated. So today's plan is to drink a lot of water. I've already put away about three liters, if not four. Um, just to help kind of flush out all the salt from the week there. From all the delicious takeaways and pizzas and restaurants that we went to after our shows. Um, so just to help flush the salt out and just kind of cleanse the system. Just drinking lots and lots of water to help with that. Uh, when I say cleanse the system, I don't mean doing juice diets. I'm still eating my food and stuff like that. I am not doing this water cleanse shite. I mean, I'm just drinking plenty of water, making sure I stay hydrated uh, to help my body just recover. Water is essential. Um, so many people focus on the, the complicated stuff. What supplements should I take? Um, you know, how much protein should I eat? How much fat and carbs should I eat? When they're not focusing on how much water do I drink? How many hours do I sleep? You know, they're not, they're not focused on the basic fundamentals and they're getting caught up in the complicated stuff. You know, they're maybe even they're saying, Jack, uh, what squat should I do? A hack squat, V-squat, a back squat, a front squat? And I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> let's get your sleep right, your water intake right. Your, let's get steps in. Let's get tracking calories. If you get all that right, we can then discuss the complicated stuff. But it's important to get down into the nitty-gritty of things and get the fundamentals right. So that's today's focus, back on the horse is to get the nitty gritty right, get back to tracking on my fitness pal, put the watch back on, start making sure I hit my 10,000 steps, and drinking all the water, that is my goal for the next few days, um, and yeah, so like I said, I think maybe three more weeks on this cut, so I'll keep you all updated on how it goes, and we'll take it from, uh, well, hopefully after that I can stop, and I can finally get back into the gaming phase, put on some muscle, uh, I suppose just last thing I'll talk about is just, how are you guys doing? Hopefully you guys are all doing well. I've just went and bought myself a wee standing desk and I've got to admit, I'm standing right now and I feel pure loosey-goosey. I'm dancing right now. I have all this free space. Standing desks are amazing. Have you experienced any bad posture issues since lockdown? Because I have. My back has been wrecked the past few months. My lower back and my upper right trap. See, from sitting down all day and it was sitting in bad positions in the kitchen table and stuff, not sitting at the desk not having the correct chairs, um, so we finally, me and Jenny, cracked at the money, when I say cracked at the money, it wasn't very expensive, um, but yeah, we got the wallet out, and we went and got a wee standing desk, it just, it, it goes from a regular desk, and it pops up, so whenever my back feels sore, I can stand up, and yeah, just get a better posture, and also get me on my feet a little bit, it's better than sitting down all day, standing up, just better for your posture in general, being more straight, standing up tall, etc. Plus, it feels good standing up and moving around. Um, so yeah, that is the end of the podcast for today. For the next episode, just to, so you know what we're talking about, we're going to be talking about sleep and the importance of sleep, why it's so essential for your goals and why it's essential for just recovery, you know, energy levels, etc. So we're talking about sleep and that is going to be happening uh, on the next episode, which we will release next week. Getting back on the horse, no more firing about for three or four months, uh, three or four weeks between episodes. We'll have one episode out next week and it will be about sleep and the importance of that. I will post up a wee post and let you know when it's coming out. But yeah, that has been my sort of just breakdown of diet, how I've struggled with it, how I've overcame it. Like I said, just having the right support systems there to catch me, catch me when I fall, uh, to be harsh when they need to be harsh and to be soft when I need them to be soft. Um, or... Maybe not when I when I needed it, but uh, maybe be harsh when I, need, I needed it and be soft when I didn't need it. It's maybe a better way to say because sometimes I've been harsh 
when I felt I didn't need it because I was feeling low, but I needed the reminder to be told, no, come on, sort yourself. Uh, so yeah, like I said guys, if you've got any questions off the back of that, if you've got, you know, Jack, like I said, Jack, you've just described me, my experience with dieting, I can't stick to a diet, I've tried before and I've failed, I get in the same headspace as you, I have mood fluctuations, I have weight fluctuations, I graft hard, I don't lose weight, my appetite's through the roof, I never feel full, I never feel satiated, uh, I don't know what to eat, I don't know how to eat, my cravings are out of control, if any of this relates to you, if you've experienced this before and it's meant you've not hit your results, then please hit me up, I've been there myself, like the, this past year alone and previous, and I help my clients avoid that, avoid the mood fluctuations, avoid the weight fluctuations, obviously as best you can, it's hard to control they too, but most importantly, make sure energy levels are as high as possible, making sure you feel fit, feel strong, feel like a weapon, and still get the results you want whilst eating the food you want, and staying within a calorie deficit, feeling satiated, which just means feeling full, for longer. Um, so if that sounds like you want to talk about that, hit me up, send me a message. If not, guys, remember, always remember, whether it's life, work, relationships, fitness, whatever, get jacked or get fucked. <laughs>